the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. It's Friday night. Welcome to hour two of tonight's Andrea K show. Am I cheap? There's this there's this new donut shop that opened up near us, and y'all know how much I love my donuts, right? I was all excited. I found them last night on the Insta as uh, before the show last night. The Just gram. The gram. What? What? Oh, did I not say it the cool That's what way? The kids say. Oh. <laughs> so it's not far from the radio station here. I'm not going to give the name of it because I'm certainly not going to give these people any free advertising. There's some new up and coming chain of donuts and they look decent. I thought, you know what? Right by the, you know, I don't really have a convenient donut store, really a donut shop. I don't, you know, we don't really have a, a convenient donut place no, near, near the station. So it's like. Uh, Krispy Kreme is way out of the way and, you know, sidecar is way up in Dalmar. We just don't really have a convenient, you know, place to get donuts around here. You got to go, you know, just grab what's at Ralph's or the Vons, right? So I thought, oh, great, new donut shop opening up here. So I go in there all excited, look at the, the selection, you know, a couple of the, the, you know, the flavors looked a little bizarre, okay? Um, like sesame seed. Who's eating sesame, sesame seed? Don't, seed yes. Donut? Who's eating sesame seed? That, those belong in a bagel. Yeah. Who's watching that movie? No, no. But there was a, like the coconut one looked good. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a coconut. They're like, well, you have to buy three. I'm like, say what? You have to buy three, a minimum? Minimum a, purchase? Minimum? What is this like? Is, a, is somebody going to come out and do a comedy set? <laughs> I got like a three donut minimum. What? <laughs> You better come out. Now I that want, is an excellent idea for a donut shop. I want somebody to come out right now and crack me up. Because if I got to do a three donut minimum, I need I need to see a routine. Okay. Because I'm not really interested. So they're like, no. And I'm like, well, then never mind. Because I'm just not, you know, I'm, I, you know. Right, he only crack you up. Safe at, and secure elections. Right. And then they wanted $9 for three donuts. $9. Three, th- th- uh, three donut minimum, $9. Would you pay three? I, I wouldn't pay I hope three dollars. Last for, time you visit them, yeah, I said bye. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, inflation. I guess. I guess that's what's going on with you know a new business starting up. I mean, a little bit of sugar and some. And oh, hey, some, wait till diesel runs. Yeah. Out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's gonna get real. It's gonna get real ugly. But here's the good news, you Gen Zers and you single unmarried women. Um, you get to still you know kill your baby in some parts of the country. Yay! Yay us! I read today we're only one of I think five countries that allow uh, uh, abortion up until the moment of birth. Birth. We're in. We're in the same category of North Korea, China. Um, I can't remember the other country. There's. uh, Are they all communist? Yeah, they're all communist countries. Interesting. All communist countries. Scandinavia, the Great Scandinavia, um, uh, stops it at I believe around at fourteen weeks, ish. Yeah. 
All right. So um, they're about to announce. um, It looks as though Dan Patrick has been uh, reelected lieutenant governor for the state of um, Texas. Alaska, Shabaka has gotten 40%, but they've got the ranked choice voting there, so we don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, one of the things I did want to point out today is that it's interesting because, but for New York, Lee Zeldin is really the savior right now of this, this wave, because had he not run for governor and then drafted four or five congressional seats to go to flip red, and he got real close to becoming governor. It's again, insane it, that New York didn't the vote question, for him. How did those seats flip, and he not win the governorship? It's beyond me. Good, right? Good question. But we would not be looking at a majority if it was not for Lee Zeldin. And then, in addition to that, there's actually a couple of key races here in California. Uh, Brian Marriott is getting pretty close to Mike Levin here in San Diego. I think I was on uh, CBS San Diego this morning. I don't know. I don't think there's a, at this point, I'd be surprised given if Brian Marriott was able to pull it out. But the fact that Joe Biden had to come and defend that seat means that we need to be, we need to be not writing off California. In I think fact, California, Andrea, is a lot more conservative than people think. There's a lot of races that have yet, nobody's talking about California today and how many races have yet to be called here. There's no excuse for it. Why are they slow walking it? There was a race, an Asian-American gal won her uh, re-election up in Northern California, which pretty much, and, and some people are saying that, I don't know if you could say that seat is the one that really killed Nancy Pelosi as Speaker of the House, and I don't mean kill, you know, her job. Um, but that is ironic that in her neck of the woods, that's one seat in California that went Republican. Oh, don't tell me we're not going to have to n- not have Nancy <laughs> Pelosi anymore. Um. The idea, I think I'm, I mentioned this last hour, but it, and, and I failed to play this clip, but I, but I think it's important to mention again. And what I talked about with Andy Biggs, one of the worst things that the Republican leadership that Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy and Ronald McDaniel did to us was they, was they allowed the narrative to take root that January 6th was an insurrection, that anybody who questioned the outcome of the election in 2020 was, was a, a name worse than any racial slur or calling a woman the C word. And not only that, but Mitch McConnell actually stood on the floor of the Senate and blamed Donald J. Trump, who had no responsibility whatsoever for what happened on January 6th. They have stayed silent about the Americans that were thrown in a gulag. In fact, I don't know if we have this handy, my man skins, but I think it might be. uh, uh, Yeah, let's go ahead and play. Uh, Let me tee it up for you guys. Newsmax has a a movie coming out that features Salem uh, Media's own uh, Dr. Gorka. Uh, called uh, Shame of a Nation. Why is it that there was not only no, no mention of the COVID crackdowns and, and like what we talked about with, with Biggs about what they've done to our military with these four shots, how they destroyed businesses with their COVID crackdowns. There was not been one mention by the Republican Party, and, and I'm not even talking about going into the midterms, but just this entire last almost two years about what was done to our free speech rights, about how we were labeled domestic violence extremists as, as, and actually by the Department of Justice and their counterterrorism unit, and how Americans were denied their civil liberties and thrown in jail and denied bail. Not a word of it. Not a word of it. I don't want, any, I don't want Mitch McConnell, Ronna McDaniel, or Kevin McCarthy anywhere near a position of power. What, why would they deserve it? They're worse to me than the Democrats. Worse. 
because at least the Democrats will stab me to my face, not behind my back, and they won't leave. And and I I, I cannot have anybody in a position of power. I don't get to vote on it. But I'll be looking to see who votes for Kevin McCarthy to stay in a position of power because he was caught on video wanting Trump to resign after January 6th, even though he only had, what, 10 days left at that point. Absolutely ridiculous. I want to play this trailer for you guys because this is so important and not enough people, very few people are even talking about the Jan 6 defendants and that story. Clip three. The civil and human rights of the January 6th protesters being violated. The Democrats want to destroy President Trump and those January 6th defendants, they're a pawn in their political game. This is the biggest crackdown on freedom of speech in the history of our constitutional republic. Those involved must be held accountable. And there is no higher priority for us at the Department of Justice. We're in the D.C. DOC correctional facility. Psychologically damaging, torturous, and inhumane here. It's been over 17 months since my kids have seen their dad. If they put me in prison, it'll probably kill me. Matt's civil rights were violated and his mental health was deteriorated. You've got the might of the federal government against the individual. The only way it stops is if tens of millions of Americans stand up and refuse to be intimidated. We have to refuse to be intimidated and we have to have leaders that are going to dismantle the FBI. Where was the where was the messaging from the GOP leadership about the weaponized FBI? They should have trotted that guy, Stephen Friend, the FBI whistleblower, came out of Florida. They should have trotted him around in every talk show. He was on a few talk shows, but not on any any legacy corporate media. Because the Republican Party was happy. The Republican Party was happy to scapegoat all of those Americans so that they could join with the Democrats in besmirching anybody who questions the outcome of an election so that they could try to get rid of MAGA. That's what all of this was about. The sham show of January 6th select committee. Despicable. Despicable. Nancy Pelosi denying she it, we, uh, the lies continuing to come out that four people died, that four police officers died that day. Not not one died that day. The only person who died, two people died that day. Rosemary Boyland and Ashley Babbitt. And I love bringing it up because everybody seems to forget Nancy Pelosi. Trump requested 10,000 National Guard troops. Nancy Pelosi denied that. Getting back to Arizona, CNN is officially calling the race there uh, for Mark Kelly over Masters. I don't know if that is legitimate or not. What network? Uh, CNN, which, I mean, they're no worse than Fox News at this Have to point. Keep an eye on that. Yeah, I'm going to quickly check and see here if, um, you know, Charlie Kirk's people, Charlie Kirk is based in Arizona, Taylor Boiler, um, who is... Um, Seventh generation Arizonan T- Taylor Tyler Boiler Boyer uh, is just is so in the weeds and knows everything that's happening down there knows all the numbers. I'm looking to see what they have to say. Um, nothing updated on numbers. Just Blake Masters uh, calling out de- demanding Mitch McConnell uh, not be Senate Majority Leader. Mitch McConnell is our is our enemy. He's an absolute enemy.
I'm looking at other places, and so far, other than CNN, I'm not seeing that that uh, announcement anywhere else. The Republican Party is taking money from you, lying to your faces, and stabbing you in the back. And 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 uh, so obviously, we've got a problem with the electorate. We've got women out there that are that that are literally voted Democrat. Think about the selfishness that's involved here. Think about a single mom who voted for a Democrat because she was so upset uh, about the idea that she might not be able to kill her child, that she continued, voted for economic destruction on any children she's currently got. Because you know of the 30-something percent of the women that voted Democrat, many of them had to have been poor, struggling, can't fill up the gas tanks right now. Think about how sick in the head you've got to be that instead of voting for prosperity for your own children, that instead you would vote to be able to preserve the right to kill one. That's despicable to me. Getting back to, uh, getting back to uh, Maricopa County, um, the gall of the Maricopa County supervisor. And by the way, I have I, I, we don't trust. There's nobody right now that I know of as a conservative that trusts the system of what's going on in Arizona. And this is exactly why. And if you're a Democrat, you shouldn't be trusting it either. Just because you think, and this is where Democrats are stupid as well. Just because you think it's gone your way this time, you think it's okay? Although truthfully, it, it always goes their way or typically goes their way. Um, and that's the problem with Democrats, too, is that they're OK with tyranny because they think that it's never going to affect them. Then they're never going to live under the weight of it. But I have no faith in this system right now. No matter what the result is, even if Carrie Lake gets over the hump, I'm still going to go. This system was rigged. This is crap. What's going on? And it cannot be accepted in the United States. So I do not want to hear Republicans talking about how, oh, we just need to get on board and figure out and, and spend some money dealing with mail-in ballots and any of this. We're going to take a break. Oh, no, I wanted to play this clip from the Maricopa County supervisor saying how it's how offensive it is for Carrie Lake or anyone to question slow counting. Clip one. Quite frankly, it is offensive for Carrie Lake to say that these people behind me are slow rolling this when they're working 14 to 18 hours. So I really hope this is the end of that now. We can be patient and respect the results when they come out. How about you respect the voters? You work for us, man. The idea that you're not allowed to question, it's offensive. It's offensive to me that you still haven't got those votes counted. It's offensive to me that 30% of your machines went down. It's offensive to me that people were turned away without being told that when they went to the next polling station, their vote wasn't going to count. Who do you think you are? Did you know in Canada skins, their poll workers are called scrutinizers because their job is to scrutinize. And here, you're not allowed to scrutinize. You're not allowed to question. Ben Burkwam from Real America's Voice was escorted off the off the outside of the grounds. Told you're not allowed to be in here and look and see what's going on. We are officially a third world country no matter what happens as a result of these elections. And we got to make sure we get the right leadership in because it won't matter to us if we've got, quote, the majority, if we've got Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy and his leaders. Going to take a break. Getting back to the entertainment industry, we've got a crazy story coming out of a top TV show that Ron DeSantis should have probably already filed a lawsuit against 
for libel or defamation. We're going to share that story with you when we come back from the break. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I want to read a couple comments from some listeners here. Um, uh, oh, did you hear the temple being built for bold letters the one construction halted they found a noose at the presidential library to be uh, to be erected i think the library to be erected not the noose. she says imagine that hundred thousand dollar reward for info ha 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 and lol let me tell you that's uh, barack obama the construction site for his presidential library uh supposedly there was a noose found um remember when the fbi sent what 17 agents to the nascar garage for bubba wallace because there was supposedly a noose found there and it wasn't it was a it was a, a a pull to pull down the garage door. I also remember a false story about a noose involving a Subway sandwich and a couple of guys saying, this is <laughs> this is MAGA country. Did somebody paint spray paint or the can at the construction site? This is MAGA country. <laughs> he probably hung that noose himself. I don't believe for I don't believe that for a second. This is this just you know what? I could be completely wrong. I ain't believing for a second. That somebody hung a noose at his construction site. Are you believing that, Skins? Nope. No. Nope. This is just this is just one more. You know, uh, first of all, Obama's got to get some you know attention. We had to hear today how Michelle Obama was the most um, mistreated first lady. Are you kidding me? This woman was on the cover of every fashion magazine. Even though, quite frankly, she had as much business being on the cover of any fashion magazine as that dude did when he missed Derry in the local pageant for Miss America. There, I said it. Okay. Speaking, I want to give this Hollywood story because um, whatever you think of the Trump-DeSantis thing going on right now, um, DeSantis has a future probably as a president of the United States, either up through the VP spot with Trump, which is what I would really like. I would really love this to simmer down. Nobody needs to be, everybody needs to see what's going on here for what it is, which is the establishment trying to push Trump out and using DeSantis as as a tool and a weapon to do it. My gut tells me it will simmer down. I I think this is a ploy that's not going to work. Right. And I think, and I can understand, you know, at first I was frustrated with the comments Trump was making. And then I got to thinking to myself. Think what he's been through. If I was now year seven into being persecuted. Each and every day. All day, every day by the United States of America after I gave up my multi-billion dollar life, sacrificed my time. This man didn't sleep, never took a dime on the job. And, you know, I, and, you know I, I mean, the weight of what he has gone, been under, you know, <clears throat> for, you know, I think we can give him some grace for some bad moments. And let's also remember that the fighter that's coming out in these tweets is the only reason why he was able to withstand what he did, the slings and arrows, and get into office. Every other Republican would have crumbled, and we would have ended up with Hillary Clinton as president. I like what you just said. And every single per- person other than Trump would have said, you know what, this is too much. Right. 
They wouldn't have made it through the the Billy Bush tape alone would have knocked out every other Republican. And let me tell you, there's equally unflattering crap going on about every other Republican out there. You know why? Because we're human. We're human. I'm so glad that nobody had smartphones and video things. I mean, we're, there were video cameras and stuff and cell phones back in my well, day. connected, though. But no, we didn't have all this stuff going on back in my sorority days and my Mardi Gras days. And Andrea, um, thanks you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, before I have to take a break, and then we got Bob Walters coming on tonight, a special time slot, because Bob Walters is actually speaking at the Constitutional Party Convention, if you will, up in Reno, which is going to be heavily attended this weekend. Um, so that's why he was actually at a dinner for that and couldn't come on at his usual time. But whatever you think as a conservative right now, because there's there's MAGA Trump people that are mad at DeSantis right now. I'm not mad at DeSantis for having a conversation with the Republican establishment. Trump had many conversations with the Trump. Trump. He, DeSantis needs the Trump, uh, uh, the Republican establishment to help him as much as Trump did when he was running for president and governing. DeSantis needs it as well. But whatever you think about that, there's no excuse for the fact that this TV show called The Good Fight, very successful. I've heard of it. Never watched an episode. It stars. The main character is Diane Lockhart, portrayed by Christine Baranski. That's how we started talking about TV shows earlier, because she's married to one of the greatest character actors of all time, who played Billy Clyde Tuggle in All My Children. So she actually created a character that comes into a scene and says this, quote, I offered my political services to Governor DeSantis. He saw me in my bicycle shorts, worn purely for medical reasons, and he invited me onto his staff. Little did I know what he meant by staff, Staples tells the room. He continues, he drugged me and forced me into oral sex. Let that sink in for a moment. I'm not an attorney. I would have already filed a lawsuit against this production that they've got to care. Typically what we would have with like shows like the West Wing or Madam Secretary is we would have characters that are fictional. We've got a fictional vice president. Everybody knows kind of who they're talking about. We've got a fictional governor, you know, loosely based on such and such. But to have a character that accuses Ron DeSantis of sexual assault and 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 is defamatory and libelous in my opinion and the production needs to be sued and this actress needs to be sued and every producer they all need to be sued uh, personally as well as in their official capacity as it relates to the show as well as paramount gonna take a break when we come back we've got bob walters who's going to be here with us tonight all the way from reno he's going to be here to talk about his book as well as his book is indoctrination education or indoctrination i'm holding it up for you guys to see right here on facebook live he'll be here in a moment so don't you go away andrea k telling you like it is while eating a donut too it's the andrea k show on the answer san diego Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm fighting back a sneeze right now. Hopefully, <laughs> I can suppress it. Been having up my allergies here. 
Hey, thanks for being with us tonight on this uh, special Friday. I just want to continue to remind everybody this is not just any Friday. It's not just any Freedom Friday, but today is Veterans Day. And if you're a veteran out there listening to me, we love you. We thank you for your service. Just from the bottom of my very grateful heart, I thank you. And we appreciate you. You know who I also appreciate from the bottom of my heart is Bob Walters. He is, y'all know him. He's such a fierce warrior for this nation. And he was the first to identify years ago what was going on in our schools and how it was really, we're in a war. Uh, The Biden administration talks about us being in a war, right? We are in a war. We are in a war for the soul of this nation. And the left decided how they were going to win the war was by targeting the minds and the souls of our children. And Bob Walters was the first to identify that years ago. And he started doing his reports with me. He's on at a special time tonight because he's actually calling in from Reno, where he is attending the Constitutional Party event. And he joins me now. Hey, Bob Walters. Hello. Good to be here. Um, before we, you know, get into your content tonight, Bob's going to share some good news with us. And then we're going to share with you guys a little bit about his book, because, you know, I was thinking um, that, you know, Bob shares with us every week what's going on around the country. But his book has some of the best research about what's going on <laughs> anywhere. So we're going to share some of that with you. But tell everybody quickly about this constitutional party event you're at. Well, the Constitution Party is a, a rising conservative group. They're in 42 states. And they have a pretty good size organization, unlike the American Independent Party, which has no organization, even though it's got 800,000 members. So, but they've, they've done fairly good. I'm going to learn more about them tomorrow when I speak to them and address their group that's here for their statewide convention. So, convention. so is their goal to be a third par- make a third party run and challenge the Republicans and the Democrats? Well, that's what we're going to talk about. Okay. Like, uh, I, here at the American Independent Party, we decided we'll keep the party, but you got to allow us to endorse all of the conservative Republican candidates on the ballot. Yeah. And we did. Oh, so. good. Okay. Interesting. Well, maybe next week we'll have you on a little bit longer than normally, and you can maybe update us on what you found, what's going on there, because there are people right now that are so disgusted with the way the Republican leadership just completely um, – Cut the rug out from under MAGA candidates and would really rather just, you know, hand the country to the Dems than see MAGA go forward. And so we've got to be looking at our options and yep. and, and begin to cobble together other coalitions. And maybe uh, because the, the populist movement isn't going anywhere and we need to be challenging the Republican Party leadership from a variety of different ways. Okay, before we um, get into a little bit about your book, and particularly what I wanted Bob to talk about in his book tonight is um, how it all began in terms of the schools. What actually started in this, this movement in, in our schools? But, but we've started it each week lately with good news. So what good news do you have for us tonight, my dear? <laughs> okay, I've got some. Uh, 82 schools have removed their racist namesakes since the year 2020. Doesn't now honor people of color, which I guess is good news. On the other hand, I'm a little disturbed that a lot of the people being removed are like George Washington. Which okay. I didn't think was a racist in the sense that they meant, but whatever. Well, do but you see thing. that as good news, or, or is that good news for us, or is that... Well, I'll take it as good news uh, if it's not abused. Okay. So. Okay. Then you got Georgetown Law Professor sounds off on an affirmative action case saying that top students too often are waitlisted. The focus was on Harvard and University of North Carolina, as the case is being heard by Justice Thomas, 
who said the excuses and justifications given sounded the same that were used to support segregation. Yeah. And he's in favor of forbidding affirmative action going on in the universities to keep Asians and whites out of the schools. Yeah, I don't know if you heard today, Bob, but uh, Joe Biden, uh, in anticipation of the left losing that case and them overturning affirmative action from the Supreme Court, he actually made a statement today that going forward, and he's talking as though that, you know, um, it doesn't matter whether or not the Republicans take over control of the House or the Senate, he's still going to get his way, and, you know, I don't doubt him at this point, depending on who we end up with leadership. Um, but he was saying today that as a result of this case, it is clear to him that, that what they what the uh, federal government needs to do. And I'm not sure what affirmative action has to do with this. But he said today that he wanted um, the Department of Education basically to begin uh, school age for children, not pre-K, but schooling begin three years old and up. Oh, geez. Yeah. Three year old. That just they goes. Want to start the indoctrination just as young as they can get them. Yeah, and then he also went on to say, and not only do the, does he want uh, the school day, the school year to begin at three years old and up, but also two years of uh, community college for free. So that extends the length of indoctrination. Then they've got them for sure from three years old through at least the age of twenty. 18, That's yeah. yeah. Well, twenty if they get two years of community uh, community That's college. True. Yep. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. But we can, that's something we'll, we'll address in the battle that's, ahead of us. That's right, we will. Got any other good news? Yeah, a library in Jamestown, Michigan, has lost its funding since it refused to remove LGBTQ books from its shelves. The parents put it on the ballot, and the local community voted to have those uh, school funds cut off from the library until they remove all these negative LGBT books that they're putting on the the reading shelves for kids to read. Excellent. You know, and I'm glad you I'm glad you came on tonight with some good news because with everything going on this week, it's been a tough week and it's good for us to know that there's there we're still getting wins. You know, it's it the the left has made progress with a thousand cuts. We're going to have to take our ground back an inch at a time I as well. I know there's that's mi- I know yeah. What's up? A lot of different battles to run. Well, well, there is, and I know I just use mixed metaphors. By the way, uh, Andrea Casio listeners, you know my friend Joe Messina uh, from the Real Side Radio Show, and you know him as well, Bob Walters. Um, it I looks do. like it looks like he's going to win his bid for re-election for the um, school board district that oh, he, good. yeah, that he's in up in Santa Clarita. And let me tell y'all, Joe has a three-hour radio show at night. He's also busy doing other things, and he still. Uh, is committed, like Bob Walters, to doing his part, and we need to be doing our part as well. So run for office. Not enough people ran for office this go-round for school board. and But hat tip to my friend Joe. Looks like he's being reelected, and um, that that's a good thing. All right. Um, any other good news before we start talking yeah, about your federal book? judge in Pennsylvania ruled, ruled against a motion to dismiss a lawsuit filed by moms who challenged their children's first-grade teacher that violated district policy and the Constitution by teaching kids at their class, in their class, about gender dysphoria and transgender transitioning. So the judge ruled uh, actually against a lawsuit that was trying to stop the mothers from terminating these programs, and, and the mothers won. Good. So it's good news. The mama bears Florida won act- protecting their children. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Florida enacted a new law which allows parents to raise objection to books they deem inappropriate and to petition the school to ban them. 
This effort was led also by Moms for Liberty and has seen huge results. This that, is in Florida. That's excellent. I don't know if you heard, but Swalwell, um, oh, <laughs> yeah, Congressman yeah, Swalwell of Fang Fang, he said today that letting parents have any control over schools is like letting patients do their own surgeries. Um, that's just like the dumbest analogy I've ever heard. Um, yeah, uh, uh, that uh, he well, needs he's in favor of the Chinese Communist Party, too. So I don't play well, him too much. Well, of course. I mean, but to to, to make that kind of it's so stupid, it's insipid, it's so intellectually insulting that, you know, um, it, it just the way that the left tries to deride parents in order to deny them their rights so that they can keep control over a kid's mind and to act as though a school teacher, no offense to school teachers out there, including the lovely Mrs. Uh, Potato Skins, um, you know, the, it, it's it's not it, it's not exactly uh, the same as surgery. Right. So, yeah, you know, there are good ones. There are good ones. Well, yeah, there's great teachers. But to say that no parent should have the right to be involved because it's like somebody trying to perform surgery, like it's so out of your league. Just how, chime in here. Yeah. My, my wife loves it when parents chime in and they should have the right to do so of course because she's a good teacher who 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 sees it as though she's a partner with the parents exactly instead of thinking that her role is to be the parent to the child and shove the parent out so all right we're going to take a break we come back um um, we're going to share with you guys how did all this craziness start into our school system it didn't actually begin just with barack obama and all, and, and it didn't begin with the 1619 Project. You might be surprised how far this goes back. And we're going to share that with you on the other side of the break. So don't you go anywhere. AK, dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. She's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Many uh, outlets are calling the race for Blake Masters in Arizona. He has not conceded. Uh, uh, Harmeet Dillon is on the ground there, and she uh, from Dillon Law Group. And what I'm expecting that Harmeet is going to insist on is that every ballot be counted, every vote be counted, unless it's just obvious uh, that it's that. Um, that it was a legit last time read Andrea, it's within a couple thousand votes. Yeah, so we'll wait and see on that. But we're going to continue our discussion with Bob Walters because when I started reading his book, I was kind of shocked by you know the history going on in our schools because I tend to, and I've said many times that you know this isn't new. What's going on in our schools? The targeting of our children. It goes back to Barack Obama, how his anti-bullying guy was really this uh, LBGT guy who was actually trying to marginalize and keep Christian schools out. It actually actually goes much farther back into the left deciding to come and and seize control over our schools in order to target children. So Bob Walters, I was kind of shocked. And the book is Education or Indoctrination. We will lose America if we don't act now. And I'm going to hold it up to the Facebook live stream. We're streaming live right now on Facebook as well as my Twitter. So everybody can see this because you've got this book is so well researched and you've got so much great content and information in here, yet it's an easy read. It's not one of these books that's 600 pages long that nobody's ever going to get through. And when people do that, it tends to be a waste of time and it's not helpful. I want you to tell everybody uh, how how it got started. What was the beginnings of the indoctrination efforts in our schools? 
Yeah, in fact, uh, just a little insight. The first century of this country, the uh, schools were, were conducted by schools and parents and, and sometimes tutors put out by uh, local people. In fact, there was a, a, a Frenchman named Dupont de Nemours who in 1812 did a survey of many, many uh, citizens in the United States and found that only four in 1,000 could not read or write. It was the most uh, literate country in the world, in his opinion. But then it all began to die. And what really happened, first of all, you had Horace Mann, who set up Massachusetts as the first state government school system, and he urged all to stop teaching phonics as a reading tool, which also was pretty disastrous. And that first state, of course, was eventually all 48 states, 50 states, ended up with education programs, better or, or bad, one or the other. Then you have John Dewey, who started in 1930. He rejected Christianity, God, and individualism, and he pushed states to all establish progressive education. He thought reading and writing should be ditched and focus on socialization. He knew change must come gradually so the public would not rise up against the change, kind of like a frog in hot water. And this was in 1930. Yes. So, so starting in the, in the middle of 1800s when Massachusetts had their first state government to start teaching. And then this guy, Dewey, was... Right, so it started in Massachusetts in the 1800s. So so from the beginning of our nation, the forces of Marxism and communism were at play. And they were looking, as we were developing into the greatest country in the history of the world, these Marxist communists were already working to change us and transform us. And they play a long game. And it's important to understand that because it feels as though it's overnight, but it really isn't overnight. This is no. this has been a long game. Um, all right, continue on. Sorry for interrupting you. All right, it's all right. And then adding to this transition, this floated downward spiral, Howard Zinn, uh, bankrolled by the Rockefeller Organization, helped this process with his book, The People's History in the United States. Millions were printed and given to almost every school district in 1980. Following close to this, critical race theory was designated to put people against people in this country and weaken it. And, of course, you had a lot of these other groups who jumped in, like Black Lives Matter and LGBT groups and Obama, George Soros, Planned Parenthood, ACLU. They just jumped on and jumped on. But the acceleration started in really the Mm mid-1800s. And these guys, Dewey and Mann and, and Zinn, they all admitted that they thought the communist solution to education in the world was really the ideal one to do. In fact, they felt that parents should have nothing to do with the education of their children. And at the point, and, and at the time, like this in in the 30s, it was well. Let's try to keep this from being obvious to the people. Now they're not even trying to hide it. They're yeah, they they're, were trying to keep it secret. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to keep it secret. Um, I was in school in the 80s. I don't remember. Um, of course, I grew up in the South, and so I don't remember this Howard Zinn book. <laughs> they, I, don't, I think probably the school districts in the South probably burned that because it never made it into, into any of my classrooms. Um, it could be. Yeah. In California, though. It was California. Oh, no, I've heard of it. For, it yeah. Um, you. There's some shocking quotes uh, in your book. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, one that stuck out at me, everybody talks about George Orwell and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm reading this quote, who controls the present controls the past. What does that mean? Well, if you control the present then you can dictate to people what the past was all about. 
Ah. There was no honest uh, revolution in American history and no founding of the country. And the one who controls the present can dictate to the education of kids that the past was not what it really was. Like the 1619 Project in CRT, rewriting history. Same thing. Wow. Um, this is such an eye opener. Um, also, uh, Vladimir Lenin, you quote uh, you quote him in here. Give me your four year olds, and in a generation, I will build a socialist state. And and yep. I, and and what did, what was Joe Biden talking about today? He's doing better than Lenin. He wants your three year olds. Yeah, <laughs> which is unbelievable, frankly. Oh, God. Well, yeah. And then you've got another quote. Those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. So here we know. Not everybody know. Well, I start to say here we know the game plan of what's happening here. But the, but the reality is, is not enough parents do know. I didn't know some of this history. And this is why I felt like it was important tonight. I want to continue to bring these topics, to these timely you know, stories of what's happening across the country. But you've done such an amazing job in your book of researching the history of what's gone on here, as well as all the issues of what's happening in the country, and then an action plan to stop it. We've got kind of a movement going. Moms for Liberty is doing a good job on it. The mama bears themselves around the districts, but not enough people know all these details that you've got in, in your book here. Um so and I try to make it easy reading. I agree. <clears throat> I don't want to make it too complicated. Yeah. On today on um, Veterans Day, uh, anything that uh, you want to share about your book that might be related to the military and how that is involved in, in the in, indoctrination movement? Well, yeah, the sad thing is in the last, oh, I don't know, six, eight years, unbelievable, the woke revolution of canceling our culture and and teaching people how to be grateful to be homosexual or transsexual has moved into the military. Yeah. I mean, the Navy Admiral is wearing a skirt. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's also being being steeped into our in our academies uh, from um, whether it's, um, oh, gosh, Annapolis or or whether it's um, what's the other one? The Army one. I went I went I went I went I actually toured as a kid West Point. I toured it as a West kid. Point, there was a yeah. time when I was a kid where I fantasized about going to West Point. Yeah, and they then, teach all this liberal stuff. They're not yeah. teaching them how to be soldiers. They're teaching them how to love, love and hate each other and, and uh, Wokeism. think about transsexual. In fact, the military has paid for 22,000 soldiers to be transgendered, the surgery. Unacceptable. We, this is how this is how you destroy a nation. We're out of time, Bob. Everybody needs to know the book is and I'm holding it up again. Education or indoctrination by Bob Walters. Find it on uh, Robert Walters. Find it on Amazon. We're going to continue to to share with you guys some of this information throughout the weeks. Bob, you stay safe up there in Reno. Um, and we look forward to hearing from you on the uh, convention. Uh, that what's the convention party? And uh, stay yeah. safe. Love you. We'll talk to you. We'll talk. Report when I'm when I'm back. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Love you, veterans. Peace out. See you Monday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.